Talking Spurs, the podcast that's 40-ish minutes of football adjacent frivolity. I am your Spurs fan girl, one of you two hosts, Acid, and we're joined by Patty. What's up, Patty? Hi, Acid. Oh my goodness. We have delayed recording this pod for so long, but the feelings are still here and I'm so happy. How are you? Oh, the feelings are still fresh. I can't believe it's, it's honestly felt like three months since the end of the season. It's only been, it, it hasn't been three months, but the feelings are still fresh because they were so good and they were so intense. We won the NLD, we're in the Champions League, Sonny got golden boots, Conte is staying, new signings are coming in. Basically, our lives are perfect. <laughs> our lives are perfect. And we just want to spend this episode reveling in all of this good vibes and we also of course being the last part of the season we're going to award our first baby of the season we might also share some thoughts on the new <laughs> maybe who knows but as you know the centerpiece is yes. baby of the week of the season yeah so to any new listeners welcome <laughs> to the pod know that you can at us on twitter stalking spurs same on instagram let us know um, and while you have those apps opened up, check out our episode description and you can follow along to all of the social media posts that we're going to be talking about. You'll find the link again in the episode description. All right, let's hit the ground running with some super good vibes, some golden <laughs> vibes, if you will. We want to celebrate the golden boot for our golden boys. Doesn't it feel good? It feels good. It's amazing. It's so amazing, Acid. It feels so good. And like all the players feel the same apparently because when Sunny won, there was like a slew of social media activity from Spurs players congratulating him. And the first one we want to talk about, unfortunately, it was an Instagram story from Delhi, so it's expired now. But believe us when we say it was so full of love. He shared this video of Sun and him from oh, obviously a few months ago because of both in Spurs training kit. And it's a video of Delhi saying, I don't love many people in this world, but one of the people I love the most is this man. And then Sunny's in the video as well. And then he goes, I love you too. And he goes, my brother. I love it. There was a time... And he just There was a time when men weren't allowed to express emotions. And so... I'm so incredibly proud of these boys for being vulnerable. And just really showing us how much they love each other. The Delhi Sunny love story will never end, no matter where Delhi or Sunny is. And it just this is amazing because it's crazy that like he had that video and he was still in the club, so that has been there a long time. And he dug it up for this moment. So, yeah. Speaking I of things it. I love, as you guys know, I am obsessed with Benny Boo Davis, and we are amazed and surprised by this super sweet. IG and honestly shocking IG story. Ben does not post, period. So it's an IG story, so it's gone now. Um, but essentially, he goes, when your best mate wins the golden boot, shrug emoji. Um, What? When did Ben become your best mate, Sunny? But I like it. I know! <laughs> what the revelation! They're best friends and we didn't know until this moment. I mean, best mate, best man, yeah, Benny Boo, are you trying to tell us something about your upcoming or already done nuptials, which we'll get to in more later? But seriously, this is amazing. And if that Instagram story was not enough, hold the phone 
because he did a freaking grid post too. This is new levels of love. So it is a multi-story, a multi-photo post basically of Sunny and Benny Boo in the Norwich um, dressing room and, you know, just pointing at the man, the goat. And he says, congratulations, my friend. So he didn't say best mate on, you know, the grid. It's only for things that disappear after 24 hours. What a player, so deserved and so proud of you. Star emoji. Starburst emoji. Benny, he looks so proud. Love this friendship. <laughs> so my theory, my theory is he wants him to be his best man mm. at the wedding. <laughs> because well, I guess we've never noticed references to this best friendship before, right? That's true. So my feeling is they're close enough to be friends, but like Benny and Emily were like, oh my god, we need a superstar best man. You need to start planting the seeds of your friendship now so that he can be our best man at our wedding. Don't so they, like, live in the same is. area? I don't doubt the friendship. Right? I think so. Yeah, because so. Hampstead, right? Because yeah. during Sensational, like, we would see the same, like, places yeah. that Ben would also go. Anyway, neither here nor there. Acid, who else is happy yeah. for Sunny? <laughs> Another person happy is Hoids, of course. And if you check out this link to his Instagram, you're going to get a distinctly parental vibe here. It's like he's showing off an achievement of one of his children, <laughs> and it's just incredibly sweet. He has this beautiful image of, of I guess, son on his shoulder <laughs> saying congratulations on the Premier League golden boot. We are so proud of you. It's mommy and your, daddy. Your mom and dad are so proud of you. More people who are proud of our sonny. Pierre Golo, Pierre Golini, as you know, is new to the club, but clearly not new to Sonny's heart because he hangs out. I mean, he was there for Delhi's birthday, right? Like, I love how this guy wormed his way into the inner circle right mm-hmm. away, which disproves the point that they're cliquish because clearly if Pierre Golo made it, anybody can make it. He has a post <laughs> about Champions League, um, but also about Sonny. So it's a multi-photo um, post with the first photo being the squad t- the squad photo in the back um in the dressing room like just celebrating so it's just their dream done at Champions League at Spurs official and then we just see succeeding photos yeah we just see succeeding photos of the team just enjoying and teasing Sunny as they celebrate this wonderful wonderful freaking win not just like so many things to celebrate and I'm just I love it that Pierre Golo feels so comfortable to really just celebrate with them I love it. I know, I love it. And speaking of like inner circles, this next one is an inner circle that I, mm-hmm. I would be surprised if Golini ever made it into. It is the Golden Boot Winners Club. Check out this Instagram post from Harry. He knows what it's like to win these things. He knows what Sunny's going through. Mm-hmm. He's posted a photo of the two of them holding the boot saying, this guy, emoji with the heart eyes. Congrats, Sun. Very well deserved. Different class this season i i love i love the like secondhand flex you you do (laughs) you're also a winner and you're congratulating another winner i love it i love them we love harry and honestly this is just super cute because spurs official is documenting this to the highest heavens given finally we have something to fucking celebrate and it's just amazing because you can see how incredibly ready and in Filipino gigel Hoibs is to like just get Sunny to give that speech and you know 
speech, speech. <laughs> like, you know how this team can banter and you know how this team can tease when they're hazing someone new to join. But now we get them really celebrating this momentous moment. And obviously that fucking speech is so heartwarming and so just incredibly humble and amazing of Sunny. I, I love it. I know, I love it. So many emotions here. And this next tweet we want to sh- talk about. Check it out. It's a video from uh, Sun and Son's fan account on Twitter. And it's just Sun accepting the award and waving. And if you look at his eyes, his eyes look maga. Like they look they look a bit swollen. Like mm. he's just cried. So, oh my God. I, oh, just, oh, you can tell how much it means to him. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't... Uh, it's just it's just it's emotional for us and it must be even more emotional for him um and he there's a quote in this next link to a bbc article where he says that he has been emotional he says it's incredible to have this award sunset i can't believe it i got really emotional i dreamed of it as a child literally it's in my hands i can't believe it that's i, I love people achieving their dreams especially like as long term as this if we wanted it as a child and now he has it I'm so happy for you, That's amazing. And like the love train just keeps on going because I know we've said it before that he was tied or whatever. The the battle for Golden Boot was a bit nuts. Yeah, we'll mention he is sharing it with Mo Salah, sure, sure, whatever. But in this interesting um sports illustrated article from Fan Nation Football, it's entitled Sun Hyung Min shares Premier League Golden Boot with Mo Salah despite no penalty mm. goals. I kind of love mm. that shade. I like it. Um, but there's this, there's this really like, just funny and clearly how incredibly egoless Sonny can be sometimes. His comments are like, um, when he asking about the trophy itself, he concludes it's really heavy. I wasn't expecting that. It was a great, great day for me. <laughs> he sounds like a kindergartner, and I love it. It's just like this is my friend. It is yellow. I am happy. I mean, I can't blame him. He's on an emotional high. He just played the game of his life and like, good job. I, I just thought that was really quite funny. I know, it's so down to earth and it's really a recurring theme because again, it comes out in the next tweet we want to talk about from Spurs Express where it's just like a quote from him saying those other players are world-class players and it's normal that the world-class have more attention than the others. But I just do my job and if I get the attention or not, mm. is not important because I do what I love. You can't get much more wholesome or down-to-earth than this. That's crazy. Sometimes I wonder if it's like, is this real? But yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, Up next, we see more of Sonny just being an emotional wreck, as he should be, um, during a Sky Sports interview, where this crazy interviewer asks him if, did you think it might not be your day? And he pauses. What a fucking dick question no, to ask I someone know. that just won. But anyway, Sonny takes it in stride. <laughs> he pauses and he goes, yeah, if I'm being honest, like, come on. I mean, there are two mentalities, right? I mean, there's always the, when you win, it's, it's always good to be the humble person because when you win, it's cool. When you, when you, if you don't win, you're safe. But it just seems like it was really just how it is. And rather than like a self-preservation move on his end, I can't imagine how he was looking like at halftime when, you know, he had scored or, and then would, would Salah catch up or what, like, what do they care? But it really amazed me because I think, in that game, we didn't get. I, I don't know if we'll get to talk about it later, but how us as an audience was just so checking 
so many different games at the same time because we were tracking so many different things and Sonny was just really focused on this game and how his team was just really trying to make sure he got all the shots he could get like I thought that was really sweet yeah. anyway Sonny is bigger than Sonny clearly clearly oh my god he has like the entire nation behind him I, I love how consistent this is every time there's some like Sonny related success someone on Twitter is gonna post what the coverage in Korea was like. And it's just a joy. It's always a joy to watch. And just watch this video. It's just a few seconds long. But you can hear the emotion of an entire nation come through in the voice of a single commentator. They become the vehicle of an entire <laughs> nation's joy. And it's just honestly amazing and an honor to see and witness. It's just, yeah, I love it. Good job, Sunny. More from just this crazy Korean adventure that he had. So we see this, we see this tweet from the Spurs web, and they show they feature Sunny arriving at Incheon International Airport with his golden boot. And oh my god, I think the whole fucking Korea came out to play because they are proud of this man. I mean, if it's Sunny, we obviously have to discuss his style. So he's super, just like you know, it's there's no Hugo Boss sponsorship here. Instead, it's just a, like a white T-shirt tucked into some jeans that are very straight and baggy because that's this thing now and yeah acid i think you're right here in that uh these jeans and this outfit probably cost more than triple out triple our rents combined because you know that's sunny <laughs> but i i think i think that this is the brand that he's kind of repping or like i don't know if he's endorsing or designing it but i saw like a link to like some and we'll try to find that link again but it seems like it's launching soon but just like how you know i mean obviously korean culture is like you know lots of bowing and humility but i think even more so he looks so simple and down yeah. to just by that sheer i think i don't know if it's calculated by this outfit but i yeah. love it i love and yet the you know you contrast that with the huge crowds and the paparazzi and just everyone you know, adoring him. I love yeah, him. I love it. And I'm in the camp that this is calculated. They knew that these would be photos that would be around forever. And when he gets his Lifetime Achievement Award from somewhere at some point, photos from this will appear in that. So I think it was a deliberate choice to make him seem as, like, down-to-earth and humble as he, he really is. You know, it's just a reflection of him. <clears throat> and going back to kind of, like, where this wing sits in, like, entire, like, South Korean culture and history there's a there's a tweet that we want to talk about unfortunately it's been deleted but i will just describe it it's a aggregation of screenshots um of different korean um celebrities and other i guess famous koreans for different reasons kind of celebrating the golden boot um on their social media and this is going to betray my age but the celeb that jumped out at me the most <laughs> is gong you you can play the game young men of mid 2000s to late 2010s Korean drama, and you would be right. And I, I love that he is celebrating, just like us. We have so much in common with Gong <laughs> He also loves Sunny, and he's also celebrating us. I'm so sure. Love, 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 love this all. Honestly, people can just keep going for this. But, you know, Korea went all out, and Sunny was awarded the, I hope I'm saying this right, Chong Gyeong medal um and apparently it like it comes with a sash a medal and it's super duper legit and official and according to these articles from cartilage free captain um and this post on instagram this is the highest of five levels of medals given for achievements in sports 
So I don't know if it's like maybe they said supposedly it's unusual that the president chose to award it to himself, award it to, you know, Sonny in person. But I mean, if I were the president, I would also want to meet yeah. Sonny. So this isn't far <laughs> off. For me. If you have the opportunity, take it. <laughs> Speaking of opportunities we've taken. Oh my god, the big thing at the end of the season for us to win was top four and make it into the Champions League where we belong, and we did it. Doesn't it feel good? We did it. And I think, before we get into this topic, I just want to say thank you to the titos and the titans <laughs> and the moms and the dads in our family who prayed for us. They believed in mm. us believing in the team, and we could not have done it without you. I also just want to take a moment to appreciate Thanks, the beauty of this moment and how far we've come. Like if you just look back at the season, and I think I think the tweet you're gonna talk about kind of dives into this. But we we're in an entirely different place on a whole other level since the beginning. What a fucking journey! This tweet from the Spurs Express I think sums it up pretty perfectly. We. Sacked Mourinho, Kane wanted to leave, spent three months looking for a manager that included Gattuso and Fonseca, hired Nuno, lost 0-3 United, Nuno sacked 9th in November, six months later Spurs have Champions League football. Thank you Antonio for making us believe again. Honestly, I called Antonio Frollo at one point in this podcast, I admit that. Eating my fucking words and I'm here to apologize because holy shit, he really made us believe. Thank you Antonio. Thank you. Oh my God. What it's un- it's honestly it's unbelievable. I can't I cannot believe it. And equally or I would say even more impressed is Ledley King. Check out his tweet where he says, Well done to all the players and staff, the recruitment which made a huge difference. Clapping emoji. Champions League, we are back, baby. We are Ledley. High five. Oh my god, group hug. Everything. Oh my god, moving on to more people like just celebrating. There is this tweet from Jamie Wire um, that says, The table when Antonio took over at Spurs, unthinkable they'd finish three points behind Chelsea in Champions League spot. Again, guys, ninth place with a negative seven goal difference when he took over. I cannot stress the fucking miracle this guy worked. I'm so amazed by him. Yeah, um, I, I can't, like, I just can't get my head around the turnaround, not of just what he's done, but, like, how we feel about him, because we did start the season thinking Frollo, and now, I don't know, who is the opposite of Frollo? I don't know, but if there's one, like, last thing that kind of, like, gets rid of the Frollo-ness <laughs> in our hearts and minds, <laughs> it's his Instagram post at the end of the season. Along with three photos, which we'll talk about in a minute, he says it's been a season full of bumps on the road, but we all made it through together as a team. Today's match has been the right ending to a year of hard work, dedication, attention, and education. We trained together, we suffered together, and we celebrated every single win together. Come on, you Spurs. Hashtag coin. I don't know. He's talking about bumps. I'm getting goosebumps. It's just, this is beautiful. Yes, definitely. I love him. I love him. It's coffee. amazing. And you check out this. I can't believe we're saying this. Oh wow. If we just like peeked into the future a year ago, it would it would have been like ludicrous to us. And these photos are just beautiful. <laughs> he has a photo of him smiling at the training ground. He has a photo of the entire team celebrating. And the last one, I think the trace was favorite is it's a photo of Sunny. 
We know you who know, the golden boy favorite is. Son, you favorite know. son. It's okay. Um, from one favorite son to my favorite son right now. Just a little quick um, before I forget, Ben Davis also posted about this win. So what a day. Great effort by all the boys. Love these team. And it has very like back to school vibes on it. Like, I mean, we've seen this and I don't get sick of seeing this fucking post over and over and over again. Because honestly, them celebrating when like the miracle of Ajax, seeing this, it has that vibe and I love it and I'm here for it. And I want more of this forever. I know more of it. And I, I want to, I want to, we believe on this positive and high road note, but I'm just going to, it's our pod. So I'm just going to take a minute or just a few seconds really to glow <laughs> and shame the haters. But there's a, there's a Reddit post that kind of puts together a list of 20 different pundits alongside their predictions for top four at the start of the season. And we are in none of it. So suck it, haters. We did. That's it. Back to the high road. That's it. That's it. And there goes the whistle. We'll see you guys at halftime, where hopefully we will be this excited still as we talk to Kumbaya Master Toby about all those games we fucking won. And I don't know, that Champions League thing we're now in. We'll see you guys after the break. Welcome to Halftime. We are now joined by our Kumbaya master, Toby, to discuss, I don't know, Nirvana, this life that we now have to live in, wherein we're in the Champions League, baby. <laughs> Amazing. Ah, Toby. Unreal. Who would have guessed it? Who would have guessed indeed? Uh, obviously, we had so many games that we could not cover anymore because we're just too much in a high so maybe we just like casually and quickly go over that i don't know liverpool we drew which is essentially a win for us because that's what we wanted right and then the burnley game we're in yeah we won we won right wait we won it, it disappeared on me but i think we won that because we've been on a winning streak but really yes what i we wanted did. yeah we did. definitive so Guys, I can't believe it that we can't even talk about all our wins because there are just too many wins for this episode. So, so instead, many. <laughs> so instead, Toby, I just need to hear your thoughts as the longest suffering fan among the three of us. How does it feel to be back in the Champions League? <laughs> yeah, still in shock, I think. Like, I mean, hats off to Conte and the whole squad. When it came down to it, it was really a full squad effort. Like, People like Cessignon, who have had their ups and downs over the past few months, like to show up the way he did the last three games, like just absolutely crushed it. And then like Kulu untapping new reserves of magic and skill. And um, even defensively, Cessignon, again, like had the Liverpool attackers in his back pocket the entire time. So, yeah, I mean, just the whole squad down. It was what an effort. I was actually just hoping at some point in time to just finish above Arsenal. Whether that meant we were bottom of the table, middle of the table, I don't care where. And yet, it feels like such a double whammy because not only did we beat them, we we made it to the top four. The way it happened on the last day in Norwich, we, we won again. So we killed them. We killed them at the NLD. But I think, and, and you guys were there, and I want to hear all about it in a bit. But 
just soaking up that Norwich win wherein it was a 0-5. And I felt so bad for Norwich, but also not really. Because everybody came out to play. Kulu, twice. Harry, Sonny, twice. Which again, we've talked about it in the first half. That fucking golden boot. He got it. We have it. All the fucking emotions. And then, and then Arsenal kind of chokes. It was like a perfect storm of like that it lined up with us against Arsenal and us just drawing ahead and just before the last few fixtures and the fact that us getting uh, Champions League football meant we knocked out Arsenal and us having to beat Arsenal to get it. It was like, yeah, it's so satisfying for, for any Spurs fan. It's yeah, it, it, it might be petty, but if you if you stay petty, you ain't got to get petty. And so it's really, what a pleasure to come out on top for once. And uh, well, I say for once, we've finished on top of them now for what, the last six years. So it's pretty clear who the better side is these yeah. days. I feel so fulfilled. I feel so triumphant. The Norwich game felt like a 90 minute victory lap because we, we you know, we had it in the bag. And no matter what happened with Arsenal, we, we just had to win that or draw and we were in. And I, I love it. I kind of, I, I think Toby and I were talking about this. And it's like, it's such a nice detail that, that Arsenal also won their game. But it just mm-hmm. wasn't enough. <laughs> and I guess the feelings you guys felt at NLD when we definitively just, you know, removed any question of who the fucking better team is. Because 3-0, at home, atmosphere insane, Harry Kane, sure, penalty and non-penalty goal. Sonny, another goal, and the two of them just working perfectly together alongside the rest of the team. Tell me how that was, because I was watching it not live with you guys, but I could feel the tension. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've told a few people, I'm pretty sure it's one of the loudest sporting experiences I've been to since maybe like seeing some Denver Broncos games back in 98, 99, uh, like some playoff games at home. But yeah, just absolutely. I think Acid at the time described it as like skull rattling. It was that loud. Like from the, <laughs> I, is it the, the tall uh, South End, like just absolutely singing in unison. It was electric. Yeah, that, and that's not, skull rattling is not even a metaphor. That is a literal description <laughs> of the sensation of sitting in front of that wall. I've never experienced such a loud sensation. Pat, you're you're asking like to talk about our feelings about it. And there mm-hmm. were the emotions, but there were also the like physical sensations of being there. And the the sound was the greatest thing about it, I think. Whenever the the South Stand, is that what it's called? The South Stand roared. I think so. And they yeah. were on my right. I could feel the right side of my skull vibrating in my head. It's such a, I don't know how else to describe the feeling, but that's what it was. Only the right side of my skull was vibrating. Wild. So the sound kind of permeates your body and makes the inside of your body vibrate. It's, it, it was crazy. It was like an out-of-body experience almost. Well, thank. I just checked Google. It's the it is the oh. South Stand designated the home end. It's the the largest single tier stand in the country. So that I guess that explains the wall of sound that was coming out. And I think the atmosphere <laughs> was it was like that from the first minute. To be honest, like it never 
I mean, at least from the confidence perspective, it never really felt in doubt. I think uh, Arsenal had a couple early forays into our half, but I mean, as soon as Holding started to get wound up by Son, who did an excellent job at that, he you know went to the Lamella school of shithousery and and yeah, and Holding just couldn't contain him, and it was it was inevitable that he got that red card because he simply couldn't defend Son on that day. Sweet, sweet yeah, victory! So proud of us. We are in Champions League, and I'm still. I know I was lucky enough that in like the first season that I was following, like we got in, Poch, those were the days, but it feels like an entirely different squad now and an entirely different style of play with the way we battled our way up from where we were when Conte came in back in November or December. It feels long ago, but also incredibly short. What are our feelings looking forward to this new season like i mean we've got summer break we've got the break they've got preseason training but it's going to be a tiring next season for us because yeah i mean a good kind of in a good kind of way because of champions league i don't know what, what can we look forward to we we haven't done all our signings yet but i'm just super i'm incredibly excited i think perisic is a really good sign that we're looking to get our ducks in a row pretty early and get like the squad really figured out and really make a go at this season. So I'm really optimistic about what transfers are going to look like, about like Conte with the right resources. Obviously, he's going to have an incredible plan. Um, I'm disappointed about some of the rumors that you hear, like maybe Harry Winks moving on and that kind of thing. But I mean, I don't want to leave anybody behind like because I think he's made a huge contribution to the club for a long, long time. But given the results of the last half season, I think we got to go whole heart, whatever Conte believes, and just follow him to the end. So, because we, we don't know if, if this is the, the go or no go for, for our real kind of top two ambitions, then I think we got to trust Conte everything for this season, build it around Harry and Son. And because uh, we don't know if it, if it doesn't work out this season, maybe things will scatter to the four wins. So, this, this has really got to be the moment. Yeah, same. I'm feeling like it's now or never. And I know, like, if you've been listening to this pod, it's been a few seasons already (laughs) that we say that this is now or never. We can't afford to squander this opportunity when we have both Harry and Son. But, like, now I feel like it's really now or never. We've been saying it for too long. This is the last chance. It's the last dance. Yeah. It's giving me um, High School Musical 3 opening as Zac Efron, you know, get, makes that final shot because, you know, he's graduating from high school and this is his last game. Yeah. And yes. Harry has been in talks to leave us last season and obviously we got a reprieve this time. Sonny is, quote unquote, getting older but signed on to us for a couple more years but still, anything can change. He's a golden boot winner now. So I don't yeah. know, guys. I'm both incredibly excited feels like i want to throw up and shit at the same time i don't know let's go <laughs> next season let's go. <laughs> toby any last thoughts um as we head into the summer break and apparently give up all condiments during summer so we can focus hard on training <laughs> Uh, I think the big question mark will be the World Cup, which obviously is going to disrupt this season. That's going to be a total change of of scenery for everybody in the middle of November to to separate from your clubs and head to Qatar. You know what? The last time we had a Champions League campaign, we were playing it 
uh, at Wembley, weren't we? And that we seem to crush it there away from home. So maybe this team will thrive in adversity. And we just want everybody to stay healthy. That's the main thing. And nobody to pick up injuries or something at the World Cup. So, yeah, I, I, I love that they, they've got time with, as I mentioned, with the early parasites signing that I think that cohesion and chemistry of this team is going to be absolutely through the roof. With that, we have no score predictions because it's a bit too early and let us revel in. I mean, Acid, you got it right. It was maximum points after all. And I'm excited yes! for more maximum points in the next season to come. <laughs> Thanks so much, Kumbaya Master Toby, for steering us up this crazy mountain of a season. We appreciate your guidance and calm and zen. Sherpa us to the next summit of our next season. <laughs> I guess all, we'll all of our positive soon. thinking paid off, so we, we, we did it. It was a team effort. Come on, come you Spurs. Welcome to the second half. So in this half, we're going to talk about the season ahead. We're going to check in on what our players are doing in the offseason. And of course, while you are all here, we know it. Let's face it. We're going to talk about BB of the Week. But this being the final episode of the season, we're actually going to award not just a BB of the Week, but a BB of the Season. So get your Instagrams ready because there's lots to go through. Kicking us off, though, let's first get a quick rundown of the signings so far. So we're recording this in June, and so far we are joined by two Tito, a Croatian <laughs> Tito, and an English Tito. Our Croatian Tito. <laughs> Check out the announcement. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really try hard to get the pronunciation right. This is Ivan Perisic, and we just want to say welcome. Our Croatian Tito, we've had loads of awesome Croatians in the past. We've had Luka Modric, who I think took our team to the next level. So we're really looking forward to, to Ivan. Tito Ivan, <laughs> if you were very Pinoy about it, has like Coco yeah. Lamella meets Toby Alderweireld like vibes if they had to diet really much. Because he's quite skinny. He looks really like lean and like bad boy, major bad boy. So like, I feel like also like some Hoibs inspiration there, but I'm interested. Guys, he's not actually that old. I think he's like two years younger than me or something. <laughs> when I checked, not quite old, but in, in football years, already Tito age, which makes me grandma age. But yeah, not that I didn't know. <laughs> Yay, I guess I, I'm using Tito very loosely. I guess we usually get signings for 21 or whatever, but this guy is an entire football generation older. Um, and also just fresh from Spurs official, we are also welcoming another Tito, an English Tito who is all of 33 years old, Fraser Forster, so welcome. And because it's just been announced, we have done zero research into <laughs> him, but we just want to say hi. hi. Welcome. Hello to our new Titos. We're so excited to have you on. We are um, diverse in our ages and we're so excited to have you. But really what I'm excited for are all these rumors. I know there was like, you know, that feeling of like Bale is back. Well, this is the Bale is back for me, a new fan. It is our Danish boo, possible reunion of desk. I mean, we know Delhi is doing well at Everton, but you know, maybe, maybe because... Delhi, maybe not only are we getting a possible Ericsson comeback, so Brentford have now offered midfielder. 
Christian Eriksen a long-term contract. However, Eriksen wants to play in the Champions League again and has been intrigued by Antonio Conte, potentially welcoming him back at the club. This is according to last words on Spurs, of course. So, you know, if we have that letter of desk locked down, then we just need to get the other letter of desk locked down. And it's not far off because there is this lovely tweet from Naz Ahmed that shows Delhi um, shithousery at Everton clearly thriving against uh, Arsenal. It's a video. Delhi is walking backwards and some unnamed player who I refuse to even bother to research from Arsenal is whispering in his ear in a mean-spirited way. And then Delhi whispers back <laughs> and laughs and he gets pushed fuck back. I love it. The tweet goes, definitely said something about Spurs getting top four and Arsenal bottling. Naz Ahmed, you know what? You might be right. I believe it. I don't think this unnamed player would be so angry if it weren't something that really hurt. And I <laughs> that. All right. Um, up next, uh, if you follow any Spurs accounts at all, you will know that the new kit has just dropped. Um, check out this, the launch photos and videos of it. What are your thoughts? I don't know. What, what are you, what do you think, Peppy? I've seen better home shirts for me. Like, I like it. I like that it's clean. At least they didn't go, like, nuts with... Because I prefer the home whites mm. to be just, like, very clean. And this is not yeah. their worst one. I'm still very particular to the 2016 one because that, that one I just, like, really like. But I, I thought that this was a nice... It's, like, not too plain, but, like, you know... Because these things are expensive. There better be something interesting about it, right? Yeah. And yeah, so there's some nice distinct like details with like the very thin line, like blue outlines. But yeah, I'm usually more interested in seeing the away and the third kit. I can't find a freaking youth version of the current season's um away kit, the paint splatter anymore. I'm kind of sad because I really want one. Like, but yeah, let's see, let's see, let's see. We'll we'll find some in like the depths of the internet. But yeah, same. I think in the same place. It's, I don't think it's the worst home kit we've had. I'm yeah. finding the some of the details a little underwhelming. Like it just feels the piping just feels a little bit basic to me. Um, but there's an Instagram reel that shows the kit in action, if you will. Mm. If you check out this video, you see um Shalina, I think from the women's team. She's cuffing the sleeves and once you cuff the really basic piping it <laughs> reveals or cute detail inside where it says spurs over and over so yeah. i appreciate that i that's appreciate cute. that that surprise that's cute that's cute we follow eric and matt go to Mon monaco honestly it sounds like you know some buddy cop adventure and i'm all for it because it is the mashing up of things we love Formula One at Monaco and what the fuck Dyer and Doherty what a random set of like people so we're sharing a couple of links here first was like the highlights of Red Bull so they were guests of Red Bull and there is apparently like they have Matt and Eric competing on some kind of driving simulator thing and I think Dyer wins but he doesn't win for long because honestly I witnessed this in fucking person I am watching the pre-show to Monaco GP, and they are being interviewed by Nico Rosberg at the side of, like, I don't know, some waterfront. Uh, Nico Rosberg asks Dyer. Doherty's just quiet there in the side. Uh, so who are you here to, you know, uh, support? And very low whisper, Dyer goes, uh, Max, like Red Bull. 
right? Because they're freaking guests of Red Bull. And Rosberg calls him out on this because right away he goes, hold on a second, mate. He goes like, that wasn't what you told me right before <laughs> that we, we started rolling. <laughs> and then Doherty throws him under the bus and goes, yeah, like, you know, pushes him to answer. And of course, Dyer comes out and answers Hamilton. I get it, <laughs> countryman, but just so funny and embarrassing and funny and embarrassing. Um, but despite that, it was just cute that, you know, Eric Dyer is just cool, a cool sport about everything. So they were there among so many other celebrities, but he seemed to have a really, really good weekend of just like an amazing bucket list experience. And really, like, why wouldn't we enjoy it? So we see both posts from multi-story, multi-photo posts from both Dyer and Doherty on their grids, as they should. This isn't some Instagram story disappearing shit. You know who else is available, Red Bull? Acid and myself. Holler, invite us anywhere. I don't care which GP. I don't care which GP. I don't care. I honestly don't. Ideally not Singapore because we've been to that. (laughs) Ideally not, but But I'll take it still. Why not? I'll take it. It'll be a nice VIP suite. But yeah, it's just nice to see the Doherty and Dyer bromance that we didn't know was a thing. Like, I like it. I like it. Doherty, you know, fitting in, making friends, and Dyer, you know, moving on from the loss of all his old friends so good job eric good job making friends (laughs) yeah yeah glad to see them thriving and enjoying their summer break so big news that has been indirectly announced benny boo and emily are engaged (laughs) they might already be married we're not sure they i'm so happy for them yeah there's some evidence that they are but like what we have very clear photographic evidence of is Emily Kaplan's uh, Hemdu. Mm. Check out these photos from her Instagram. It looks, this looks classic. Classic <laughs> Hemdu, or classic what I think a Hemdu is. I think. Check out these photos. The co- coordination of outfits, you, this is impressive. Don't sleep on this. They are all in like complementary shades of hot pink. Of course, except Emily because she's wearing white. They look amazing. Everyone's really turned the fuck out. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Good job. Keep clicking through, though, and then you'll get to something slightly, a little bit, I'm finding, a little bit weird. <laughs> they also do, like, a photo shoot in Wales kit. They're all kind of posed. What? As Wales players. Benny Boo comments and says, nailed the Wales team pics, which is well and good, but I'm wondering why. I'm so confused. I think... We need to see Ben and his friends at his stag do dressing up as interior designers. <laughs> Let's make this work both ways. So, like, Let's will they be carrying, like, carpet swatches and, like, I don't know, mood boards? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. That would be actually quite yeah. nice if they had to do, like, a mood board party where they had to make, like, yeah, design, like, the different parts of the house um, that they would yeah. live in. I, here we go. Here are the activities for your stag party, um, Ben. Just take notes. And you have to do it because if it's only them posing as a whale team, it's weird. It's less weird if you you do it both ways. Anyway, whatever whatever you guys need to do, we just we want engagement party photos, we want wedding photos. We just we're sure they exist. Put them on Insta. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. But guys, we're all here for a reason. The reason for the freaking season. Welcome back to the final installment of this season's BB of the week, BB of the season, BB of our lives. Acid, why don't you kick us off? First of all, strong showing from everyone. 
lots of quality Spurs <laughs> baby content. And this first one is a great example of it. So this is from Cootie's Instagram, and it's a photo of his baby on a, on a plush rocking horse, and it's sweet. This baby is too young to sit on his own, so <laughs> obviously there's a hand there keeping him up. But it's just, it's gorgeous. I, I did not translate this beforehand, but again, he uses the term which is my beautiful pattern. And that's really all we need from, the, from this, this caption. That's all we need. It is all we need. I'm really happy that he put him on the grid and not a story. This is how we want things, Cuddy. Cutie and Cuddy Romero, I think they did a strong showing this season. We're so proud of their debut into BB of the Week. Speaking of people competing for the top spot, we've got Spurs legend Jan Vertonghen and family. Honestly, Jan has stepped the fuck up his game ever since leaving Spurs, which makes yeah. me a bit sad, but also I think he just needed like the Portugal background and maybe photographer rates because he is killing it so we have two posts from him he posts one of them sitting on some stairs everybody's with their kicks and like looking cute with um his eldest daughter um with both her arms around her two younger brothers and his caption is squad game strong muscle emoji honestly they are the cutest they are the cutest i can never get over this and then he pairs that off with a multi-photo post of once again camping life with the tent emoji and it just shows first photo youngest son jumping off into the water into the pool with very hot yan ready to pick him up youngest son under a orchard tree of like oranges youngest son looking up into like horses on a farm all three kids wandering grazing through the like this i guess it's a i guess it's an orange orchard farm i'm loving it so much clearly i have heart emojis in my eyes thank you for Tonghen kids for your service this season you guys have been adorable you have and good job to your dad for really stepping up uh avid listeners will know that ayla alderweireld has been like a mainstay of this but in recent <laughs> months i think she's kind of fallen away a bit I don't know, maybe your dad's been busy. Yeah, M.I.A. And so, like, to silence all the doubters, um, Kobe has totally put us in our place. He's come back with this beautiful photo of them on some kind of theme park ride. You can see the joy in their faces and their hearts in this photo, and it comes with a caption. Just one word to silence the haters and the doubters. Unbreakable heart emoji. I love it. Welcome back, Ava. They are speaking to us. They are saying she's back. She's fighting for that crown just in time for the finale. She knows we've missed her and she is making her presence known. No Ted, Miss Ayla. Jace Erasure, but no Ted, Miss Ayla. All right. Moving on from one, one legend to another, we come to, of course, Chris Erickson and his adorable kids. As he is in Brentford now, they also have them posing at the Brentford pitch. So Chris Erickson posts on Instagram, they both agree to the result today. Thumbs up, thumbs up emoji, heart emoji, hashtag CE21, and honestly, super cute. His younger daughter is so big now. I know she was just like, like Sabrina was just pregnant recently, and now this kid is like walking in jeans and like, wow. Big brother really looks like, they both really look like Chris's partner, Sabrina, and and just an adorable gang. So they're, he's wearing the Brentford kit like posing like a child and, and Erickson, you know, kneeling down with them. Just cute, just cute. I'm so glad we also saw them right before the ending of the season. Thank you for making it known you would like to vie for BB of this season. Check out Tita Sunny. So, so far, we've been featuring Paris. 
and we know Sunny as far as we know, and I think as far as he knows, I he's think not a parent. that's what we know. But these, oh, these photos with his niece and nephew are precious. Check them out, and if your your eyes don't immediately turn into hearts, then you're you are dead inside. <laughs> it's photos of him. This person is photos of him with his niece. Um, pitch side somewhere at their their dad's training academy. Um, there's <laughs> a picture of him giving his Katari sweat to his to his nephew. Yeah. He just seems like such a sweet and caring people, and these photos are fresh. I love them. If you your eyes have turned into heart emojis, check out this next link, and they're just gonna burst into like heart emoji confetti because this is him. I can't remember which one, but they won this, and Sunny was presented with an award. And it's his ne- nephew and niece wearing his kit. And they brought him flowers after the game. And they're getting kisses from the people. So I love it. I can't. It's I too can't. much. It's just, it's, actually, it's... I realized that was a multi-photo post. <laughs> and I just didn't scroll past the photo of him with, <laughs> with his niece and nephew. I just didn't care. That first photo was enough for me. Um, and a friend who, who can read Korean. Hi, Missy. Um, has said that their their names are Sijun and Siya. Honestly, incredibly adorable. And Tito Sunny always ups the game. Like, whenever he's in it, it just becomes cuter. So I'm all for it. Yeah. But that's not all, guys. That's not the end of Tito Sunny and Babies. Because thank you to the end of the lap of the season with the BBs. We get more BBs and we get more Tito Sunny. Up next is still my favorite, No Neck Salvi. With Tito Sunny, honestly, this is the most amazing video ever, guys. Thank you so much to In Love With HM um, Twitter user because she posted this wonderful, I'm assuming it's a she, sorry. I just stereotyped them and just, you know, profiled them. But Yeah, how heteronormative. <laughs> at the end of the season, walkabout, uh, Salvi is being carried by his father, Davinson Sanchez. But wait, all Sunny does is just, you know, does the, you want to come with me? And... Salvi's just like, all right. And just totally, the first day fist bump, he gets in there. I don't see a neck. Sunny looks so comfortable carrying the kid with one arm. Daniela and Sa- and, and, and Dao are just like, all right, mom and dad get to go on a date. Because, you know, Hito Sunny is here to babysit. And it's everything. It is fucking everything. I love it so much. Never find your neck, baby Salvi. You are so cute. The, the Tito Sunny train just keeps on going. Because that's not the end of it. Check out these videos from from Twitter. Um, and this is Sunny now picking up Lucas and Arya's kids and throwing them into the air. And it's just sweet like how he has such a good relationship with, with all these Spurs kids. Because look at this. This requires trust. This kid is just, I'm going to go along with this. I'm going to be thrown into the air exactly. by a golden people, And I'm okay with it. I would have loved Hoibie with Tita Sunny, but alas, we only get them Hoibie and Hoibie's kids, which is still adorable because Hoibie's kids are not tiny toddlers. These are big toddlers. His daughter is gigantic. His son was, was just born yesterday. He is literally huge. So seeing him lift them both up as if it was nothing is, again, a testament to how strong these men are and how hot. And his caption is, again, rivaling Toby Alderweireld's captions, a proud father, heart emoji. I love it. They're so cute. Everybody's in their daddy kit. Like, come on. Come on, you Spurs. Give me all the cuteness. Speaking of daddy kit, more kids than daddy kit. Okay, I think keen listeners will notice that we don't often 
share or include this family in this list because we kind of informally decided to boycott because whenever they're posted on Kate's Instagram, their faces are always covered. And here's the issue with that because she can block their faces all she wants on her soch, but here is Spurs official just not giving a fuck. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. baby faces all around. This Twitter video from Spurs official shows the Kane kids running into their dad's arms, and they're, we've seen their faces and they're absolutely cute, and we love moments like this. This is why people like us show up to the last home game of the season. Yes. We want moments like this. Give yes. it to us. Yes. Also, I just want to say, good job giving them ear protection because that stadium is loud. I mean, if anything, Kate Kane takes care of her kids, like privacy-wise, which I'm not for, but I, I respect clearly their health. <laughs> so good job, Kate. We, we respect you and uh, Spurs didn't, but you know, who cares? I'm happy about this result. Your kids are adorable. We're so happy we saw them in the end. More cute kids up ahead. Hugo Lloris and baby Juju, who is no longer a baby. She is this very sweet little preteen at this point. Juliana is adorable. I don't know why she's the only one in the picture. What happened to Leandro? What happened to Anna Rose? But it's fine. So Lorene Marie's queen of hashtags. It's a blue heart emoji, uh, smiling face heart emoji, hashtag father, hashtag daughter, hashtag proud, hashtag family first, hashtag my everything, never change. Um, Marine, and you know what? She gets support from Kate Kane, who of course replies, heart emoji. Yeah, baby, baby, it's so cute. Juju, adorable, super cute. Hugo, the crinkle, that sexy motherfucking smile. Never change. We love you. Last but not least, I think this is a first time, this is a debut into this list, isn't it? We have for the first time ever, Tito Eric. And we don't have a link to this video because it's a damn IG story and it's long expired. But Eric posted a photo of him on his Instagram story with what looks like five different children under the age of five with him on the pitch for this thank you lap. Um, and anticipating the questions that people might have when they see it, <laughs> he added the text, uncle, by the way. <laughs> so uncle, uncle Eric, now that we know that you have five nephews and nieces under the age of five, please share more content of them so you can be a regular feature on this list. So now that we've seen all of the kids and we can can analyze and appraise each of these posts and their entire season of yes. work, the entire body of work from their parents, Exactly. We have identified a winner. I think so. And it was great pride and joy that we announced Season 3 of Stalking Spurs, BB of the Season. It is none other than the Vertonghen Brood. Congratulations. Honestly, they leveled up their game. Everybody came to play. The colors, the blocking, the art direction, the captions, everything. The cadence by which we got a steady flow of photos and never had to ask for more. Jan, you did it. You did it, Jan. Your kids have won BB of the season. Congratulations. Congratulations. And there goes the whistle. We are now done with the second half. We want to thank you guys for joining us. This has been a fucking crazy season, and we're so glad you have been with us every step of the way. If you aren't subscribed to the pod, what the hell? Please do like, subscribe, share with a friend on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on both, because, you know, why not? Or wherever you get your podcasts. 
follow us on our socials at Stalking Spurs on Instagram and Twitter. And we just want to say a huge thanks. Thank you so much for supporting us this whole time, holding our hands in a virtual mm. kumbaya hug that has kept us afloat in this crazy-ass season. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you, Acid. And have a great yeah. season. And we'll see yes. you and hear you again. We'll see you soon, guys. Come, Come on, on, you Spurs. Spurs.